I'm Jack Draper. Shout out to Quality Shot Tennis. Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. It's another Beyond the Data episode, and it's episode four. And we're going to be going over the Madrid Open. So it's just started. We're going to talk about what you should expect from the tournament on the ATP and WTA side as well. It's very interesting to have a look at some of these stats and the data put together by Beyond Tennis, of course, partnering with them. Remember to hit that like button, do subscribe if you are new, and also do leave a rating review if you are listening on a podcast platform. So the Madrid Open, what should we expect? Well, Carlos Alcaraz and Ons Jabeur are the current champions. Jabeur's had to pull out due to injury. Alcaraz goes into a huge favourite. You can see here the Hall of Fame to the players that have won in Madrid multiple times. Nadal's won it four times. Djokovic and Kvitova three times. Halep, Serena Williams, Zverev and Federer have all won it twice. This is since 2009 uh, because Madrid before 2009 was actually played on indoor hard courts. Since 2009, they switched to outdoor clay and it's uh, been a pretty exciting tournament. The courts play arguably quicker than any other clay court on tour. So, Sasha Zverev, could this be his time to bounce back? He's had a pretty adverse year, in all honesty. It hasn't been the best of years for the German, but he might be looking to bounce back in Madrid, where he has great results. Made the final last year as well. He's won 19 out of his 22 matches played in Madrid. Five wins out of seven matches in which he played three sets. So when he got pushed to three sets, he won five out of those seven matches. And he's only lost one match in two sets. And that was uh, the final against Alcaraz in 2022 last year, where he got absolutely dismantled. And a little bit controversial, I think, mainly because he had to play really late the day uh, earlier. And he did say that that you know, was going to affect him going into the final or, or said after the final. And I guess that's understandable, but I don't think the result would have really been any different after Alcaraz had beaten Nadal and Djokovic back-to-back. In Madrid, not surprisingly, it's harder to convert break points than in other clay court tournaments. And that's because, as I said, the courts are quicker in Madrid on the clay. still a clay court tournament, so it's still slow, but it's just quicker in relation to Roland Garros, Rome, uh, Monte Carlo, other clay court tournaments. So you can see here, for the men, they to convert break points percentage-wise... In Madrid, only converting thirty around 35% of break points. However, on other clay court tournaments, 40 over 40%, so around 41%. So that's a, a big difference. For the women, they're converting around 43% in Madrid and closer to 48% in other clay court tournaments. Okay, so let's have a look. And it says, this means that we will probably have so many tie breaks. Yeah. So very, very good. Good point. I think there will definitely be tie breaks. I think that's not a surprise, is it, at all? Madrid, you can see here, nearly 18% of tie breaks. Uh, that's pretty damn big. I mean, that's a very, very high percentage. 14%. In other clay court tournaments, 9% for the men and sorry for the women in Madrid and other clay court tournaments. So interestingly, that's about the same. 
The claim Madrid probably due to the altitude conditions is very fast and benefits players with excellent serves. Yeah, so the altitude, I think, does make it easier for bigger servers and also means the ball flies through. Uh, so it definitely plays differently to any other clay court tournament. And uh, yeah, definitely benefits players with big games. Number of aces. So this again backs up that point. You can see here, seven is the average ace count in Madrid. Uh, in Rome, which is, the, which is the comparison, it's around six. Uh, for women, it's around four aces per match. And for the uh, other tournament in Rome, they're saying it's three. So you know, an average of one more ace per match, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it does make a difference. Says here, again, from counting from 2009 onwards and for the same number of matches. So that's interesting as well. It's a good comparison. So players to watch. So these are the players to watch that Beyond Tennis have put together. So Rabakina, a start in 2023 has been brilliant, although, uh, yeah, I think she could struggle on the surface. The Madrid clay can enhance, though, a player's serve. So this could be the ideal clay court tournament for her. Mossetti is definitely in good shape, and the red clay is definitely his home. Also, the draw is good. Can he take advantage of all these absences? We'll see. Uh, he, you know, is on course to play Alcaraz. Sorry, play Sitsipas in a semi-final in a repeat of the Barcelona semi-final. So interesting to see how he gets through that. And uh, for Fritz with the semi-final Monte Carlo, he showed that he can move well on the clay. He also has a very good draw and has a very, very big serve. Uh, which goes well with the surface. Guys, as well, remember to hit, hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and also do go and check out Beyond Tennis on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And let me know in the comments below what you think of the stats and the data. What do you think is telling? And also, who do you think is going to win Madrid? Let me know, guys. Thank you very much. Stay safe and well. We'll see you on the next video.